Hi. It's Adele. And Zoe. And Welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right. Whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele. And Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena, here is our confession, friends and obsession, that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. So the one where the monkey gets away. This is episode 19 of season one. So let's remind ourselves what is in this episode with the epidemic, the episode in the form of a limerick. Please, Adele. I thank you. Rachel and Ross have a fight when Marcel decides to take flight. She wins him back in the end. He tries to move on from friend, but Barry gives them both a big fright. Oh, very good, very good. That's a very uh, chronological through the, uh, through the episode. So the big thing here is that Marcel does decide to take flight. Mm. This is the one where the monkey gets away and that is him getting away. Mm. Um, but Rachel, Rachel wins him back in the end. And um, and then, just when you think maybe... Oh, I know. You know. Yeah, on the edge of your seats with the maybe. God damn you, Barry. There's a lot to talk about. In the one when the monkey gets away. Let's do it. So the one where the monkey gets away, what has IMDb got to say in its recap to get us started? The gang frantically search for Ross's monkey Marcel after Rachel loses him. Netflix. The gang searches for Marcel, (laughs) who slipped out of the apartment while Rachel was caring for him. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, this is the main thing in this episode, isn't it? That it, it really is the... The loss of Marcel that unites everyone together in a common goal of we need to go and find him. Yeah, and funnily enough, this is another one where really there's only one crucial event around which everyone is orbiting. Rachel loses Marcel, Ross is upset, but Phoebe... Joey, Monica, and Chandler are all trying to find him. Yeah. Yeah. That's so we have a single storyline. Good. And this single storyline proves to be important because mm-hmm. it does move things on a little bit. Yeah. Again, yeah. right? We, yeah, did, we, yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were nudged on last time yeah. when we saw Rachel and Ross. This sort of sparky tension 
between them yeah. at the poker game and then yeah. we saw this amazing moment where we realized that ross would sacrifice anything for rachel's oh. happiness lovely and then that gives him maybe a boost of confidence because yes. relatively early on in this episode not at the very beginning but relatively early on he's kind of saying to the boys you know i feel like the time is right to yeah try to yeah. move this yeah. to a to another kind of relationship with her yes and she, there's a catalyst here that uh for rachel whereas she's been in this like no men zone for a little while the uh the knowledge and the new information to her that barry is getting married to her maid of honor mindy barry who i almost and mindy who i almost my maid of maid of that's it yeah uh so uh yeah there's there's quite a lot relationship wise going on for both of them yeah so yeah you get these yeah these two sort of um little pushes for both yeah, for yeah. one for each of them don't you and the the thing that means there's an opportunity for Ross to do this is that Rachel is going to spend the day caring for Marcel in the apartment. So he's thinking she's going to be with the monkey all day. I turn up to pick him up. I just casually suggest we have a couple of glasses of wine and then I'm going to try and make the point that yeah. I want to make with her. So we're getting into this episode, but mm. let's think, what do the people think? Oh my goodness me! I know, we are, we started really getting Sorry, into it. Sorry, I've completely forgotten. <laughs> that's what I'm supposed we to were, do. We were just kind of recapping, but maybe that suggests that uh, how we're going to feel about this episode, that we start talking about it and we got carried away there. Well, mm, perhaps not, oh. because that, it's not a very high scorer. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Tell me. So my personal score, it's in the bottom half, so it's 15th oh. out of 24. Yeah. Okay. And for IMDb, it's even lower, 19th out of 24. Oh. Yeah, so it's definitely one of the bottom half episodes. Oh, well, I would say it's in my top 10. Really? Yeah, for all the reasons we just started talking about, that it's just one central thing that yeah. groups them together. Yeah. You know the thing that does annoy me in the episode, though, which doesn't mean it's high in the top 10? Is Marcel. We're not big Marcel oh, fans, are we? Anything gosh. that revolves around Marcel just feels all a bit... Ugh. We're getting close to not having to worry about Marcel anymore, are yeah. we? Yeah. He's, he's gets away here. I was like, it's fine just if you don't away. find him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just let Louisa take him in a little cage. <laughs> oh, maybe not that. Maybe Mr. Heckles could keep him in his tutu. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So this one is uh, does start with this idea, though, that Rachel finds out that um, Barry's getting mm. married to Mindy mm -hmm. and so this kind of shocks her I guess like it would shock anyone into you know she's kind of sworn off men but actually this kind of little jealousy pings within her and you know the best way they just say to get over somebody <laughs> is to, to get under somebody <laughs> but also there's a feeling for her that Barry's moving on mm. and by yeah. this the penis embargo that Ross yeah. refers yeah. to she's maybe doing something that felt right at the time but actually is not right in the long run because yeah. she's thinking I'd, I'd be more resilient to this if I was with someone. Now, interestingly, yeah. she, quite painfully for Ross, she sort of describes how she's had these two extremes of her relationships. So she's had kind of boring, dull... Barry was very reliable and, you know, he's a dentist and all that stuff, but it was just pretty dull. And the opposite end is uh, Paolo. Mm. How does she describe Paolo? Uh, animalist raw, raw animal sex. sex yeah which later on sh she uses again the exact same description in season two or three about him gets a very different response yeah from... yeah ross is not happy then yes. oh my god but it's so funny to think of that that that's coming because in this episode at the beginning here 
Oh, his face. It's so... He's so longing for her. I can't... I, I actually kind of want to suspend my knowledge and belief that they ever actually get together because yeah. this is so full of, like... And this is why it is in my top ten here because it's so full of this... Just... He's oozing this kind of... Just caring, lovingness for her that I think is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a little theme, isn't there, that every time he just gets... Ev- just a nudge close to maybe yeah. saying what he wants yeah. to say. A door they opens and somebody quite literally, quite literally. <laughs> somebody bursts in yeah. and ruins the moment. Mm. And what is interesting, I think, about this episode as well is we talked in the one with all the poker, which is the one immediately before this, mm-hmm. that it's critical that there is quite an intense negative energy between oh, Ross and Rachel yeah. in that one. So yeah, we, we yeah. were actually saying, you know, it's one of those things where if you don't care about someone, these things can't get a rise out of you. And then you're just kind of neutral, aren't Yeah, you, you don't yeah. really care. And the sort of subtext, I think, to what goes on here, because they end up really falling out, mm. like really quite, say quite nasty things to each other. Maybe that wouldn't be so bad if this wasn't Rachel that had lost Marcel. I mean, the, yes. there is a little bit, doesn't there? Ross kind of refers in the argument to you know basically you don't you know you're quite yeah, selfish yeah, but yeah, yeah. what he really he doesn't mean you're selfish he means you can't see how i feel about you and so you're oblivious to those feelings and if you could just you know what the way he sees it if you could look outside of yourself a bit more mm, you would see what's going on yeah. but it kind of comes out like well i'm not surprised you lost this monkey because you're mega selfish and you don't care about and you can just feelings. like he's never gonna say that to joey or Charlie no, ever it's because it's he's her. gonna be annoyed with them but this is uh yeah because yeah. she has lost it yeah uh, and it mirrors the poker one i think because mm-hmm. in the poker one mm-hmm. she's they argue mm-hmm. she's vulnerable mm-hmm. he makes a sacrifice for her mm-hmm. happiness mm-hmm. And in this one, they argue he's vulnerable mm. and she makes a sacrifice for his happiness. She mm. takes a risk and a gamble mm-hmm. by sort of threatening the the animal control Controlling. person. Yeah. And says to him, so talking about the look on his face, you know, when he says, she says, you know, don't punish me. If you do yeah, this, yeah, you'll yeah, yeah. hurt one of the most important people in my life. And he looks at her like, What? And I think that gives him an extra little burst of, okay, I'm not imagining this. I feel like there is something there. And you can see why he would think this. I mean, because even the way that the episode opens, they're sitting around eating Chinese food together. Like, it looks quite coupley, sort of what it they're does. doing there. Yeah. And then at the end where he's like, oh, let's just open this bottle of wine. And she's quite sort of naively sitting on the sofa as he kind of, you know, they're just sitting around in an evening drinking wine together, just the two of them. Well, it's very interesting you say that because... We just watched the episode a minute Mm. before this, Mm -hmm. and I was looking at her quite because we've been talking a lot when we've been talking about the other episodes. Mm. How conscious Rachel Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. of what's really going on here, Mm. and is she really that oblivious to how Ross feels? And indeed, maybe she doesn't realize how Ross feels, Mm. but she's not realizing it, but she's feeling a bit attracted to him as well. And I thought, just when we watched it now, in mm. that moment, you mm. could see this because he, he says, Do you want something great? And mm. there's a very interesting look on her face that's mm. a little bit like, Oh, we're going to drink yeah. some wine. And then as he goes to, he picks up the glasses and he turns the lights out. She fixes She her does hair. her hair, yeah. she dusts down yeah. her top, like yeah, makes yeah. sure she's Get, looking nice. ready for it. And I just and you put, said as well that mm. she basically like feels him up as well. Like she's well all over his quite. knee. She, but you wouldn't do that with just a 
to me that Friend. feels like they because they're actually quite sort of tactile in this episode that yeah she does this she touches his knee and quite a it's not a touch it's a grope of the knee and, and, and <laughs> yeah. sort of upper leg isn't it it's Just, a knee too <laughs> hashtag knee too <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. Oh, I shouldn't be joking about. No, seriously. but 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 you know, he could have been like that's an inappropriate touching on my knee. Very good. Um, she's such an easy. And then also when Louisa comes, when the animal control yes. Uh, woman, yes, goes, um, he uh, they 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 kind of go very instantly into this sort of. Like, couple thing. couple thing. Yeah, like she's turned up and they both live there. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we're just a couple and we thought yeah. that, we thought this thing. And they kind of went into that. It strikes me as like, you know, when you really fancy someone, it's like you want to touch them. Like they're just kind of doing this. They're, yeah, they're very yeah. tactile with each yeah. other. Um, and I am starting to think now there are more clues in the way Jennifer Aniston plays this right. than I'd picked up on before that... Perhaps she may not be conscious of it, but in those little moments, like yeah. when he's not looking and he's gone to do, she's yeah. fixing her hair, yeah. that on some level she's like, I really connect with this guy, I really like yeah. this guy. And that's helping sort of multiply Ross's instincts that he thinks, yeah, she wants, she wants to get involved too you know and with the and and another tactile one is that when the animal control woman louisa when they basically win and louisa isn't going to take away marcel um they high five and clasp like fingers oh, I didn't notice they don't that. let go of the high five they don't just high five and oh. let go they high five and clasp fingers and like you know hold hands after this high five oh. in quite a uh, touchy way and you think you know if this was him and monica and Louisa turns up. They wouldn't have gone into this automatically couple. Like, you don't need to be a couple in that moment. Or you don't need to hold hands after a high five. No. Like it's, you know, there's no need for these things. It's because there is an attraction there that is very, maybe, very conscious on his part. But maybe, maybe not on hers. On Yet part. still exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why we've talked a lot, haven't we, about, you know, we're building up to this crystal duck moment. That, to have credibility <laughs> that she is shaken by that to mm. think oh maybe i want to give this mm. a go that that just wouldn't work if that's completely cold mm. she's got to have even if she hasn't realized it these things she has to have felt so comfortable with him and so positive with him and so warm towards him up to that moment yeah that that's just the little catalyst just yeah. to turn that yeah. switch yeah yeah which is very nice and going through that season one, they've gone from, you know, that first night where he's like, do you want a half an Oreo split? And it is all a bit kind of awkward. And now, you know, they're just sitting around and she is just so comfortable with him. And she actually, you know, she says to him, don't you want this? Another tactile moment. She says, don't you want this? You know, can you have it where you have someone who's your best friend? And she oh, touches she and she, she clamors all Both over hands. him. Both hands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In his face, like, don't you just want someone? You know, can you yeah. have it that can someone's your, your best friend curl. and make your toes, toes curl? And he is just looking so longingly at her. And then there's mm. potentially a moment where he can, you know, he can say this. But, um, uh, and he does that great line where he says, you know, that toe, uh, the toe curl, uh, the guy who makes your toes curl might not be the person you... Might just be it, the one that... That, and then they all come in and he goes, gets interrupted. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Yeah. It's interesting also how the boys are reacting to him. Mm-hmm. Because they were at one time incredibly 
No, well, not not very supportive of this, but they, they, you know Joey's whole. Mm. You know, if you don't do this now, mm. you're going to end up in the friend zone, mm. and that's mm. it. Mm. Now they're trying to dampen it. Da- you know, when they're standing around having pizza, and Ross is going, but she said to me, "I want to be in a relationship and stuff." And Chandler's like, "I can't believe we're still talking about this. Yeah. If that was going to happen, it would have happened." Yeah. So Ross is like really out on a limb here. Like he's got to believe his instincts and think. I really do think there's something that's going to happen. And, I th- and we don't and, know, do we? We don't really know how she feels. And being open about this now in a way that in the one with the blackout where he's kind of charming Rachel and Joey just oh, goes, yeah. never going to happen. And Ross's like, what? What do you mean? What do you want? Okay, yeah. then he caves. But, but, you know, this is so out there now. Like, yeah. it's only a matter of time until she yeah. finds out with them knowing about this. And of course it is one of them that accidentally uh, yes. does tell her in the end. But, and I'm just thinking that is quite clever, isn't it? Because for us as viewers, we've got to remain confused. Like, we've got to feel yeah. that, well, what we think is going to happen at some point is we think Ross is going to have to put his cards on the table and, and see what how yeah. she responds. And we've got to feel really nervous about that. We've got to feel yeah. tension and yeah. think, oh, God, you know, how's it going to go? Yeah. So what we don't want is his friends going, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I really think she flirts with you. And yeah, I really think you need yeah, them yeah, going, yeah. no, no chance, yeah, yeah, no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you don't know, yeah, how it's yeah. going to go. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they twist it again because that's actually, of course, not what happens. No. That's not how not they... Um, okay, so this is yeah, this is this is why I like this episode so much as well because you've do, you've got all this Ross Rachel progression which I used to love in the early seasons, and you've got this one thing that everybody's coming together to do because so Chandler and Joey and Monica and Phoebe have been out to the movies to watch a, uh, <laughs> a Lou Grant film Hugh Hugh, Hugh Grant. Um, so yeah, they don't really do an awful lot here. Chandler's on his best form where he can just kind of observe what's going on and make um, yeah. sarcastic comments on, yeah. the, on the go. On the film thing, mm. what do you think of the gendered response to Oh, the film? I know that... So the response is that he says... Uh, they say, Ross, how like, how was the movie? And um, uh, the girls go, loved it, loved it. And the guys go, suck fest, total chick flick or yeah. something. What do you think? It's just really just cliche, doesn't it? Yeah. It was like some rom-com. We know it's a rom-com. Yeah. It's got Hugh Grant yeah. in it, who in this period of time is doing nothing but rom-coms. It's got to be four weddings, isn't it? Probably. Is but, he nude in four weddings? Um, I did think no. it must have been four weddings. Maybe it's Notting Hill. Um, is he nude in Notting Hill? I think Hill? it's too early for Notting Hill. Oh, was right. it? It's, it's some... just one. I don't. Was it four weddings? Wasn't that big? Was that big in the states? Notting Hill was massive, wasn't it? Because it had Julia Roberts in it. Yeah, and yeah. at this point, they actually, you know, Hugh Grant is famous, which he wasn't in four weddings. Maybe it's not even a real film. Maybe it's just, <laughs> just saying. Maybe, it. They, maybe we're yeah. thinking that one. So yeah, I was just a bit like, oh god, you know. Yeah, but boys you know... don't like that sort of film. Girls love that sort of film. Boys want nudity and car chases. You know, just a bit like yeah, but maybe I'm being a bit of a grumpus. And that actually. Um... That ages the episode because uh, Phoebe says something like, oh, well, you just want to watch one of those with buses going really fast. Oh, like Speed. So she's referring to Speed, <laughs> which is such an old film now, but at the time was such a yeah. monster hit of a film. Yeah, uh, that's right. That now, you know, you, just, uh, you wouldn't use Speed as your reference point for a film that boys like. Yeah. We talked about so for that is that a friend's real ends about the gender response of film no probably not i think because they because everybody feels secure in it the girls are like we enjoyed it and the yeah. boys are like we didn't it's more Fine. their opinion isn't it than you know anything it's else. a bit stereotypy but you know it's it's they're, they're okay for that did you have any other friends with lens i had two mini ones yeah i'd say they're connected okay 
on one level. I just... Mm. You know, we've talked before about one of the things we like about these characters and the way they're played is that they're quite flawed. They're yeah. accessible people. Mm-hmm. But there's perhaps one way in which they're not accessible people, which is their appearance. They're all, oh. like, incredibly attractive. I was, just, I was just thinking this, that the other day we were talking about... Uh, in another episode, we were talking about you know how accessible they are, and we didn't mention, of course, that their appearance is yeah. insane. Yeah, um, and maybe so I'm glad we're talking about that now. Yeah, and maybe one of the ways they're accessible, except for they are gorgeous. Yes, not the of top course, percentile. You look like Jennifer Aniston, and I look like <laughs> Courtney Cox. So exactly. you know we don't mind. But <laughs> I think, and maybe in some ways, I'm thinking now that they feel accessible because it's this weird mix of super attractive but flawed. So actually, you're like, oh yeah, I could be friends with someone like Rachel. Yeah. No, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I probably would never meet anyone like that. So what bothers me a little bit about this episode, and what is a bit of an easy jibe, is Louisa, the animal control person. Mm-hmm. She turns up, and it turns out that she actually went to high school with Rachel and Monica. And... She's actually quite a funny reveal the way she does it. She goes, oh, it's Monica Geller and you must be Rachel Green. She goes, it's Louisa. And they're like, oh, Louisa. Because they're thinking this is our way out. We know her. We know her. She's going to let us off. And she just goes, you have no idea who I am. And they go, no, not a one. But that's what I found a bit sad. Because then she gives you a few more clues. She says things like, I mean, how hard would it have been to say, morning, Louisa, or nice "Nice overalls. overalls. So we now get a sense of what, she had to dress like at school what she looked yeah. like we can see yeah. now she's not wearing any makeup she's got yeah. like a really kind of plain plait yeah. she's obviously in uniform but she like, looks considerably less skinny than those two as well yes and more kind of masculine than feminine yeah. and so there's just this really lazy stereotype that like well of course she would have been ignored at high school yeah. you know I don't know I was just a bit like oh and I know that for a bit of the and she does kind of reference this but we know Rachel was ridiculously fortunate at high yeah. school and you know was in the very popular and, and yeah coming queen and yeah and that obviously comes back time and time again but there was a sense in here as well that you know monica didn't remember her either and, no. it's just, and, and monica and rachel are both really good looking people so i just don't like how it's like well you're ugly and when you wore overalls so of course we wouldn't have known yeah you. and it's it kind of this i so cliquey High school, maybe even this more like American high school type Possibly. idea. Um, have you ever seen the film A League of Their Own with Gina Davis? Do you know what? Madonna. Amazingly, given my uh, admiration for... Madonna. I have not seen that film. Oh my God, we need finish. to watch this film. Do you know what? The, when I watched this film, I watched it with my mum many years ago. We watched it, but we've gone to the... That's because your mum loves... Kevin Costner. Is it Kevin Costner? No, no, it's Tom oh. Hanks. Oh. Tom Hanks in it. It's about uh, baseball. And um, we sat down and we watched it. And it's it's one of the only films. We sat down and watched it. We've gone to the video shop and got it as a video rental. <laughs> sat down and we watched it. We looked at each That's other. That's a friend's relent. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we looked at each other and we just rewound the video and played it again no it. yeah i love that film so oh much. that's brilliant anyway long winded way uh of saying so in that film there is the kind of one that is the real outsider and she's the outcast and she's um they don't want her on the team because th- this is about um 1940s baseball and, yeah and um and the women have to play because the men yeah. are at war yeah but they're like yeah but we need the women to be good looking she's the best player but they uh the guys that are running it won't kind of let her on the team don't want her on the team is this because- rosie o'donnell no, it's the woman who plays Louisa. 
No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that actress. No. Is the one that, like, she's the best player, but they went there on the team. It's heartbreaking. I feel for her as well. As an actress, I know, like, I know. Oh, you know. always get this so kind of part. You are really the ugly one all the time. And I thought, yeah, so the choice of character, the choice of actress here is someone that has, yeah, already played this part that is like, um, you're, you know, really ugly loser. And now she's playing it again, so yeah. And I don't want to be too snowflake about this, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I consider there to be a responsibility of culture mm-hmm. like television and mm-hmm. art in general particularly mainstream culture mm-hmm. to not be lazy with those kinds of stereotypes mm-hmm. because it's really important that they get challenged and this is why we've got friends through a lens isn't it yes we've got this 25 year on thing because i think as much as we love the show and we're so passionate about the show there is some quite lazy stereotyping and in a you know in a even in the same episode so Chandler and Joey when they go looking for Marcel they find these two girls they're they're going knocking on apartment doors they find these two girls that are in their kind of um oh I haven't you what what does one even call that apparel yeah (laughs) no she's wearing a vest and ludicrously yoga crop tops and stuff and um uh you know they're sweating and they're hot and um and they're like, we've broken our radiator. And Charles like, we have to help these girls. They are hot. We have to help them yeah. because they are hot. Um, and, you know, if Louisa was there going, I've broken my radiator, would they have even looked twice? They yeah, just I know. Gone. And it's, it's, the, it's, then, horrible. it's the value of aesthetic, isn't it? It's yeah. like you're only really worth anything if you're good looking. Because a few episodes ago as well, Chandler couldn't fire this girl at work because she was good looking. Yeah. Would he have fired her if she was less good looking? He might have felt a bit bad, but probably... He would have done and it. If, and would he have fired a man? Yes. Yeah. You know, so... So, yeah, we, that's slightly we, troublesome. We've got... We do have a bit of a problem here. And also going on to the aesthetic, which is also a bit of a friend's through lens, is they're making fat jokes about Monica yeah, again. Yeah, totally. So, you get your first one actually from Louisa, because mm-hmm. she says, you were fat, you had your own problems. <laughs> yeah, you weren't so bad. And then you get this whole... I mean, I do really... I like the... We start to hear about Monica as a child, because yeah. Monica is not necessarily a child, but a teenager, is... Of all ten seasons, is one of my favourite creations of Courtney Cox. Like, I love how she plays her. She's so geeky and like, you know that you know we're gonna have when we have flashback episodes yeah. and stuff like the Thanksgiving yeah. ones, where she's just so naive oh, and just see. doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, she. This is. contrast between her and Rachel is just yeah. brilliant, and I yeah. think she plays her so well. Um, but we see the first bit here of like she's almost taking the piss out of herself, isn't she? Like, yeah. do you see the other Von Trapp kids? No, you no. can't because I'm standing in front of them. Oh, I thought that was an Alp, says Chandler. Oh, does he? I didn't know that. Oh, and the it's a shame because actually some of those lines and the one with the um, prom video, mm. there are some funny, funny lines from Chandler as well mm-hmm. about, you know, like how many cameras are actually on you and stuff like that. Oh. But and you just sort of think, oh, it shouldn't be. And it's really hurtful. Um, and again, it's those stereotypes should be challenged. And you wouldn't get it today, I don't think. And I don't I, think you'd and get I, those and same I think, jokes. And I think there's something different there in that because she's not fat anymore, that it becomes like that you was, can take the piss out of it because it was it was over. Like it, would he would he still be saying like how many cameras are actually on you if she was still yeah no way fat like it, it's not something that. She, it's not you when you take the piss out of someone you have to kind of take the piss out of them or mock them in, in a thing that they're secretly quite secure about yeah you know. Um, uh, yeah, or everybody's cruel, yeah. otherwise it's cruel and if she was if they're taking the piss out of her and because she's like yeah I'm still fat and I'm totally fine with it that would kind of be okay but yeah. it's not okay because no. she she hated herself then and so changed herself yeah. so yeah, yeah it feels pretty and the one 
Ouch. The one thing that challenges this is the brilliant one of my, you know, when we get to this episode, we are rank banking all over this, which is you've got your alternative, your alternate present where Rachel didn't leave Barry at the altar. Oh, yeah. Ross is still married to Carol. Yeah. And Monica didn't lose weight. Monica didn't lose weight. And she's with the boring doctor. Yeah. And Chandler still falls in love with her. Yeah. And that... Yeah. That is oh, good. that is so good. That starts to undo some of these problems we're talking about. Which we'll have to save for another day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we start to see this. And, yeah, that was my other friend's real ends. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. And I, I think it's a bit lazy. And I don't think you'd get that today. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. 25 years on. What about what about your best joke then? Let's um, talk about <laughs> well, something a little more lighthearted. I don't know. It's not really a joke, but it just, I, it, I just really laugh at it. When Louisa says something dramatic like, but if I get there first, that monkey's mine, and closes the door, and Phoebe goes, da, da, da. <laughs> Funny lines, yeah. Well. I really, really like that. And she is my favorite friend, Phoebe. Of this, yeah, Phoebe. yeah, she's barely in it, but she takes a dart for the monkey. Oh, that's she true. Dives. Yeah, she's got yeah. wonderful she's integrity as ever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's very principled. Uh, my best joke was uh, if, near the beginning when um, you know, when Ross, when we were just talking about how Ross is being very open with Joey and Chandler about like, this is it, this is my time to go. He goes, I think this is it, this is my time, you know, I'm gonna woo her. And Chandler says, oh, you know what you should do? And Ross like, what? You know, thinking he's about to get some helpful tips and advice on how to actually get with Rachel. He's like, you should take her back to the 1890s when that phrase was less used. <laughs> Try to woo her. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's funny, very, funny. very funny. My favourite friend is actually Rachel because I think to, there is quite, you know, there's a chunk of time in this where she is the only person on screen. She's either talking to the television or she's talking to Marcel. Yeah. And that is really hard to pull that off. And yeah. she does it so well. And... She plays the oblivious, but maybe secretly f- starting to feel the attraction. She plays yeah. that balance, um, yeah, very well. And then, you know, when Barry comes storming in at the end, you know, Yay. she does look shocked and it sets up cliffhanger. So this is why I like this episode so much. Oh, because you get the... It's the one... Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, it's the one focal <laughs> storyline. It's the Ross and Rachel progression. And it's a, it's, it's, it's harking back to... It's not just random you know random events of like you know joey being a butt double it's 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 using the history of barry do you know what i'm trying to close that up or move it on it's really interesting having talked through it because it's not that funny Mm. there are i mean obviously every episode of friends is funny let me refer you back to the woo her (laughs) (laughs) so it does make one laugh yeah but what it has is more substance more yeah and like you say it's if you like it's it's more classical in that way because you then end up with this cliffhanger yeah which is very unusual you don't normally get that yeah so yeah that is true a couple of other thoughts number one is the girls with the the hot girls Mm. live in flat number five right which is where Chandler and joey used to live okay yeah (laughs) and what is going on with the heating system in this building because mm. they can't turn their radiator off. Mm. And a few months later, at a party, Monica and Rachel can't turn their radiator oh. off. So there's something Trigus very wrong. Very no, there's, there's something super. very wrong with the radiators. One comment I would have about you. you I, I, 
you're slightly obsessed with these flat numbers. You must have mentioned them about like 20 times. Every single episode, you're like, the flat numbers are this and this, just so we're clear before we can talk about it. Well, what I was just doing at the end there as well, then I rewound yeah, it. Yeah, I thought, what are you rewinding yeah. about? Yeah, because I thought when they first went, when Monica and Phoebe first went to Mr. Heckle's mm. place, it looked like that was number five. Yeah. And I was like, they've made a mistake here, they made yeah. a mistake. But they haven't, it's yeah. number eight. Good. well, I'm glad you... Uh, In case you want to send him any, a postcard. <laughs> Oh, don't, because he's dead. <laughs> oh, <God>. spoiler alert. <laughs> so that was the one where the monkey gets away, Marcel. We've, we've seen him get away, but we've seen him get back into things, uh, back into our friends' lives once again. So that was episode 19, and we shall be moving on next week to episode 20, which is the one with the evil orthodontist. Who's so evil that he just interrupted Ross... At the very end of this one, about to yeah, make go for move. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's, he's scuppered. He's so evil. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we should look forward to that. And we'll find out why he's evil, because that's not yeah. a word we would have associated with Barry. It sounds like you want to kind of go, oh, 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 after that, <laughs> the evil orthodontist. Oh, oh, oh. You can now spit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so... We would love it if wherever it is you're listening to this podcast or you have downloaded it, if you would hit the subscribe button because we really love talking about friends and we hope you like listening to these too and we don't want you to miss any episodes. If you would like to contribute to the discussion or ask anything or tell us anything, then you can find us on Twitter with the handle at friends from A to Z. And so uh, I'm just going to see you next time, Zoe, when we've got an appointment with the... With the den- we've got a dentist appointment. With an evil <laughs> orthodontist. <laughs> That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. We've got a confession, and you share our obsession too.